Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Welcome to our broadcast. Thank you for joining me today. And I trust you have a few moments to just relax and enjoy the Word of God. You know, the Word of God is so inspiring. It's so faith-building. Thank God for the Word. I tell you, when I got a hold of the Word of God 49 years ago, my life has never been the same. And I pray in the name of Jesus that today, as you listen and as you watch this broadcast, that God is going to do something in your life that you have been believing Him for for a long, long time. I want to encourage you, don't ever give up on God. Don't ever give up on His Word. Today we're going to take you back into uh, the service out at Eagle Mountain Church, sponsored by Kenneth Copeland Ministries, where I was one of the speakers in this conference, and we were talking about the goodness of God. And this is part two of that message. Uh, we showed part one last week. Uh, if you weren't watching, I'm sorry you missed it, but praise God, I believe the best part is today. So I want to encourage you to just uh, relax and, and sit back and, and just receive from the Word of God. Let the Holy Spirit take what I say in this message and drop it into your heart. And I believe, praise God, that it's going to produce great fruit in your life. So watch now as we talk about the goodness of God. And then I'll be back in a few moments with some closing remarks. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 9. I'm going to read it from the message translation for the sake of time. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 9 from the message translation. My task is to bring out in the open what God who created all this in the first place has been doing in secret and behind the scenes all along. Amen. Put that up there again. My task, Paul says, is to bring out in the open and make plain what God who created all this in the first place has been doing behind the scenes all alone. God's been working behind the scenes all alone, waiting for you and I to grow up, <laughs> waiting for you and I to become mature. If, if most of the body of Christ had already tapped all that God has in reserve, it would have already been wasted. It takes mature people. The Bible says, the wealth of the sinner has been laid up for the just. And the Amplified says, and eventually it will come into their hands where it rightfully belongs. But what would we have done with all the wealth of the sinner if it already manifested? Would we have anything to show for it? Or would we have wasted it on our lust? Are you still here? Yes, sir. God's been waiting for us to grow up. But praise God, I think I've, I've grown up. I mean, I've been in this 49 years now. How long does it take to grow up? Hallelujah. So he says, God's been doing some things in secret and behind the scenes all alone. So God's been up to something. Tell somebody next to you, God's been up to something. <laughs> and then in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20, and since God's behind this, then I believe it's going to manifest 
like the Amplified Bible says in Ephesians 3.20, superabundantly, far over and above all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. Can you say amen? amen. Anybody in here dream big? Yes. I learned to live, I, I learned to dream big when Oral Roberts was in that meeting with me in Africa. He, he wanted to go to the meeting that I had with the president. As it turned out, the president was not able to come because he had an emergency meeting, but he sent the vice president and some of his cabinet. And I'm asking the, the vice president in behalf of the president for this land to build this medical facility on. And I told him, I had the architect already draw up the plans. And I told him that, that, that Jerry Savelle Ministries is going to build it. And Brother Roberts had agreed that he would staff it with doctors and nurses out of Oral Roberts University and that he was going to equip it. And so all we needed was the land. And uh, so I'm presenting this and asking for the land to build it on. And I said, and when we complete it, we'll donate it to the nation. I said, this will provide jobs for your people. We're going to hire people here to build, hire people here to, to oversee it and so forth. And so um, I noticed the whole time I'm talking, and I thought I was doing a great job making my presentation. I noticed Oral Roberts had a napkin <coughs> and he's writing on this napkin. And then he'd wad it up and throw it over to the end of the table. <laughs> then he'd pick up another one and he'd write on it. And I'm seeing this out of the corner of my eye. And I'm thinking, what is he doing? This is the vice president of the nation. This is rude. He's my guest. And he wrote something else, walled it up and threw it away. And finally, he got on paper what he'd been trying to do all this time. And he hit me on the shoulder and said, read this. I said, Brother Roberts, the vice president is talking. Can this wait? He said, no, it can't wait. I said, Brother Roberts, I'll read it when we leave this meeting. I handed it back to him. Read this. I said, Brother Roberts, the vice president's talking. This is rude. I'll read it when we get back to the room. It won't wait. Read it now. I said, excuse me, sir. Brother Roberts wants me to read something. I'll be right back with you. I said, Brother Roberts, I don't have a clue what that says. I gave it back to him. Study it. Read it. I said, Brother Roberts, I don't know what it says. I'll get with you later. Read it until you understand what it says. I said, Brother Roberts, I don't know what it says. Would you please tell me? This is an important meeting. He said, that's Oral Roberts spelled backwards. I said, are we boring you? This is what you've been working on for the last 35 minutes? Oral Roberts spelled backwards? He said, yes, you bore me. 
He bores me. Everybody in this room bores me. I said, why do we bore you? He said, because you think too small. He said, you can't build what you just told him you're going to build on that amount of land. You ask him for 10 times that amount. We need 10 times that amount. Now, this is my project, and now it's we need this amount. I said, I feel led of the Lord to have you to ask him for 10 times the amount. He said, we need 10 times the amount. That is not enough. Give us 10 times the amount that he asked for. Okay. And they did. And Brother Robert said, don't you ever think small in front of me again. Amen. And so, if I'm engaged in conversation with somebody that's talking small, I just stop and write Jerry Savelle backwards on a napkin. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Quit talking small. God's got reserves. Yeah. You, God's got goodness that you have never tapped, you have never imagined, you've never even thought of. God's got it. Hallelujah. Watch $20 million. Southern boy. I grew up, I was born in Mississippi. I grew up in Louisiana. And I've been living in Texas since 1970. And every state that I just mentioned, when you grow up in those states, you understand what a double dog dare means. And that's what I hear God saying. I double dog dare you to think big. I double dog dare you to dream big. I double dog dare you to imagine big. Hallelujah. God's got reserves that's been waiting on us. I never passed up a double dog dare. And I keep hearing God say, I double dog dare you. I can relate to that. Think bigger than you've ever thought. Dream bigger than you've ever dreamed. Imagine bigger than you've ever imagined. I've got it all in reserve, and it's got your name on it, and it's time to release it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord a big shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, listen to this. In Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 7, Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 7, in the ages to come, now, a commentary that I read a number of years ago said it this way, in successive generations, because I don't want you to think that he's talking about heaven, that in the ages to come, God's going to do certain things. It says in successive generations, successive would imply following one after the other. So apparently Paul is not talking about his generation. 
He's seeing into the spirit realm and he's seeing generations to come beyond his generation. And he says that God's going to do something. Now I'm going to read it from the Amplified. He will demonstrate his immeasurable, limitless, surpassing riches of his free grace, his unmerited favor in his kindness and goodness of heart will be demonstrated and poured out on us in Christ Jesus. Now notice those adjectives, immeasurable, limitless, surpassing, unmerited. That sounds like beyond anything we've ever experienced before. And he's talking about the generation that you and I live in, I firmly believe. Because other scriptures in the Bible that talk about events that are taking place in the last days, well, those events are taking place. Many of them are taking place right now. So I have reason to believe that Paul was seeing our generation. If he'd have known my name, he would have written it in there. I'm part of this generation. You're part of this generation that's going to experience the immeasurable, limitless, surpassing, unmerited favor and goodness of heart and grace, hallelujah, that'll be poured out upon those who are in Christ Jesus. No wonder Paul told us in 1 Corinthians 2, no one's ever seen or heard anything like this. And once again, the only way that you and I could possibly conceive all that God has laid up, put in reserve, prearranged, is that it would have to be revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. So I encourage you to get closer to the Holy Spirit this year. I encourage you to determine that you're going to be more sensitive to Him than you ever have before. Hallelujah. God's about to do some big things in your life and in your ministry beyond what you've ever experienced before. Now, I'll wrap it up with this. A few days ago, Carol and I were um, on our annual vacation. We always leave December the 25th and we go to Hawaii. And uh, we spend a couple of weeks in Hawaii. And I've been doing this now since 1973. And uh, uh, where we stay in Honolulu, and then the first week, then we go the second week over to Maui. But the first week in Honolulu, I have been walking a, a path, so to speak, all these years, every year. As soon as we get there, you know, late that afternoon, uh, when I wake up the first morning that we're there, I usually get up 5.30, 6 o'clock at the latest, and I go for a couple of mile walk down the beach and, and some other areas there. And uh, that's my prayer time. That's my time to fellowship with the Lord. And then when I come back, uh, it's Carolyn's ready to go have breakfast. And uh, as soon as I get back to the room, I write down everything the Lord said to me. And I've been doing this for years now. And this year, just a few days ago, December the 28th, 2017, the Lord said this, tell every believer everywhere you preach in 2018 to keep on their lips and in their prayers each and every day Show me your glory. Show me your glory. Say that with me. Show me your glory. Now, you know where that came from. Exodus chapter 33. Moses 
approached God and he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. And if you'll study Exodus 33 and Exodus 34, you will discover very quickly that the glory of God is a manifestation of the presence of God, the power of God, and the goodness of God. In fact, when Moses said, show me your glory, immediately God said, I'll cause all my goodness to pass before you. And then a couple of verses later, he said, and when my glory passeth by, so in the mind of God, the glory of God and the goodness of God are one and the same. But he also talks about his presence. In fact, Moses said, if your presence go not with me, then I'm not going. So he's talking about the presence of God. He's talking about the power of God. And he's talking about the goodness of God. And here's what the Lord said to me once again. I want to encourage you to write it down. Tell every believer everywhere you preach in 2018 to keep on their lips and in their prayers, show me your glory and to do so every day. That means you're expecting a manifestation of the presence of God, the power of God, and the goodness of God every day of your life in 2018. Say it with me. Show me thy glory. Lift both hands right now and say, show me thy glory. Say, I want to see your presence, your power, your goodness every day of my life throughout this new year. Now, let me ask you a question. Would the presence of God, the power of God, and the goodness of God answer every need in your life? Wouldn't at least one of those three get the job done? Now, I want to encourage you, don't just say it while you're in this conference because you heard me say it. Keep it on your lips. Keep it in your prayer every day. When you get up every day, start the day with, show me your glory. And we know, according to the 11th chapter of Mark, the 24th verse, believe you receive when you pray. Amen? So believe that you will receive manifestations of his presence, his power, and his goodness each and every day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. My uh, 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 publication department's working on right now. Uh, I'm about to have my first staff meeting for 2018, and I intend to present everyone with a placard that they can put on their desk that says, show me thy glory, because I want it working in every facet of our ministry. I want every person in there adding their faith to mine, believing God for the manifestation of his presence, his power, and his goodness. And if we'll do that, then praise God, there will not be a need unmet. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen. Lift your hands one more time and say with me, show me thy glory. Show me thy glory. Hallelujah. 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 Verse 19 in Exodus chapter 34 says, I will do marvels such as have not been done in all the earth. I don't believe that was just for the people in Moses' day, but it appears to me as I read the Bible all the way through that God is endeavoring to outdo himself in every generation. He's endeavoring to outdo himself in every generation. 
That's what I remember one of the last conversations I had with Brother Roberts in my home. I said, Brother Roberts, what's the last thing the Lord has spoken to you? And he said, the Lord said, Oral, if you think you saw miracles and signs and wonders under the big tent, you haven't seen anything yet, son. I'm about to bring them back big time. Big time. Everybody say big time. Sounds to me like God's plan on outdoing himself. And we're the generation, praise God, that the reserve has been waiting for. We're the generation, praise God, that is about to tap it like no other generation. Can you give the Lord one more good shout, praise God? It's time that we begin to praise God like we've never praised him before for his goodness we've already seen and what we're expecting to see, praise God, because we are the generation that's going to tap into the reserve. Give the Lord your best shout, hallelujah. today, the reserve would take care of it. I think it would. Well, why don't we tap into it? And I believe praise is a major key. Oh, that men, that's almost sounded like pleading with people. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness both what he's already done and what men are expecting him to do. Are you expecting God today to do some big things this year? Jesse said it's the year of manifestations. Brother Copeland said it's the year of Holy Ghost and fire. Sounds like to me we headed for some big things. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord one more good shout of praise. It's time to put an end to frustration and start seeing results in your life. Are you under financial pressure without anything ever seeming to change? In the inspiring book, Receive God's Best, Jerry Savelle gives direction on how to position yourself for God's breakthrough. God knows the state of your financial affairs, and he knows how to fix them. Learn how to apply practical, down-to-earth principles and experience God's best in your life. In the powerful three-CD message, Making Room for His Glory, Jerry shares how when life gets challenging, you can rise above it through the presence of God. You'll learn what you must do to welcome the glory of God into your life, which will help you overcome any obstacle. Don't wait. 
call or go online to jerrysavelle.org now and request the God's Goodness Resource Package, including the book, Receive God's Best, and the three-CD teaching, Making Room for His Glory. Now is the time to walk in the undeniable presence of God and be empowered to live victoriously. Once again, I want to remind you, three CDs, Making Room for His Glory. What is the glory of God? It's the manifested presence, the manifested power, and the manifested goodness of God. You need to get these CDs and listen to them, and I believe, praise God, as you do, you're going to go to another level in your faith, and you're going to begin to expect the glory of God in your life like never before. And then once again, my special book entitled, Receiving God's Best. Receive God's Best. You know, I don't know about you, but I want God's best in every area of my life. Not second best, not, you know, just get by. I want God's best. If He wants me to prosper, I want to prosper. If He wants me to live in health, I want to live in health. If He wants me totally set free, then I want to be totally set free. That's God's best. This little book, you can read it in just a a matter of hours. And I believe, praise God, it's going to give you a revelation of exactly what God wants to do in your life and how that you can tap into it with your faith. So be sure and place your order today. Now, also, I want to remind you that uh, we have a magazine entitled uh, Adventures in Faith. It's free, uh, no cost to you whatsoever. And it has lessons by myself and my wife and and several other guest uh, writers. And I want to encourage you to ask for that magazine because it's one of the ways that we can stay in contact with you and keep ministering to you on a long-term basis. So ask for the Adventures in Faith magazine. Also, if you'd like to be a partner with the ministry, we would love to have you as a partner. We have partners all over the world, and they're such a blessing to us, and they enable us to take this message of faith and this message of the goodness of God to people all over the world. So if you'd like to become a partner, go on our website, check out Partnership, and we thank you in advance for your consideration in becoming a partner with Jerry Savelle Ministries. And then let me share with you some testimonies that we've received. Uh, Here's one that says, my wife is two months pregnant, and in January, uh, she experienced slight bleeding, and uh, we sent in a prayer request for the bleeding to stop and the baby to be strengthened. The bleeding stopped completely, and it's reported that the baby is strong. Its heartbeat is also extremely good. The baby's growth is perfect. Thank you for your prayers. We decree that Jesus is Lord. We rejoice with you, and we thank God for this great testimony. And God is a good God. Say that with me. God is a good God. I love what Oral Roberts used to say many years ago. I learned it from him. Something good is going to happen to you today. That's because God is a good God, and everything He does is good. Here's another testimony. It's from uh, a lady by the name of Mimi. And she says, After the 2017 Southwest Believers Convention, the Lord instructed me to sow $1,000 into your aviation account, and I did so immediately. Within just days, I received two sales that were completely not possible in the natural and received a total of $3,392.08. And I decided to sow that entire amount back into your aviation account as the harvest could have only come from sowing into good soil. I thank you that you consider this ministry as good soil because 
I want you to know it is. She said, I'm fully expecting a new harvest and I'm thanking God in advance for it. We rejoice with you, Mimi, and thank you so much for your uh, sowing into our ministry and believing God in the things that we're doing around the world. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you again next week. And remember, your faith will overcome the world.